we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. If you just missed it, LSU has uh, lost to Southern Miss. Uh, Southern Miss is heading to a super regional and what, quite honestly, ladies and gentlemen, uh, has been a very heart wrencher. Uh, this one really does hurt. It really, really, really does hurt. Uh, LSU had a lot of chances to come back. LSU had a lot of chances to take the lead and take this series over and this regional over, and they were unable to do so. We were at the game Sunday, excuse me, Saturday, uh, but never could uh, uh, get it going after yesterday. Uh, and look, it came down to one thing and one thing only, and that's pitching. You can blame Tyler McManus all you want. You can blame the infield all you want. You can blame so many other things all you want to. But in crunch, in crunch time, your pitching did not hold up. And when you needed base runners and when you needed hits, you were unable to get them. So, nevertheless, you know, we will, we will see how Jay is able to respond from all of this. Um, but a very, very tough season. A very tough season. You have all the talent in the world, uh, but you have guys like Jacob Berry who will be going to the major leagues um, moving forward. I, I, I This is just the first comment that I'm seeing. There got so many flying in. But somebody said, um, you can't give up free passes. And quite honestly, guys, they're telling the truth. They're telling the absolute truth. You cannot allow free base runners. You, can, you cannot strike out when the bases are loaded. If, you're, if they're going to hit the shift on you or put the shift on you, you have to be able to lay down a bunt. You can't swing at balls. You can't blame the fielding on this one. You can't blame Tyler McManus it is the, or, or any of the catching this weekend. Quite honestly, when it, when it was time to nut up or shut up, you had older guys like Gavin Dugas, who put out, hit their home run to tie it up. I thought Paul Gervais, outside of when he first came in, looked really well. Uh, but nevertheless, nevertheless, he came back and got you out, but pitching was never there at the end. So we'll get into all of that. Fire in all of your comments. I will get to them as much as I can. All of your comments, I will get to them as much as I can on this show. Do us a favor, though. We'll get to this very quickly so we can get to all of your um your comments, concerns, thoughts, all of that stuff. We will talk about that. And, guys, it's officially football season. Uh, a lot of people probably won't like to hear that, but it officially is. All right, so let's do this very quickly, though. Everybody do us a favor. Hit the like and share. So many of you are listening to us on Facebook. Everybody on Facebook, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those Facebook groups. Share to your own social – excuse me, all those social media pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. There's about – a hundred of you kind of trickling in and out of YouTube. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share there as well. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell. I greatly, greatly appreciate that. If you listen to us on XM Radio or you listen to us on the audio podcast, do us a favor, rate, review, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Don't forget to tell your friends about AYS. All right, very, 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 very quickly, let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get to everything, get to all of your comments. None better than our good friends over at GM Barnum and Sons and betonline.ag. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even – 
next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B L. E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you're a good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. All right, I'm going to try to – let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Everybody do us a favor by hitting like and share. Everybody, like, like, share, share. Like, like, share, share. Uh, Carter, the Power Bryant on LSU Power Hour says, My guy, I appreciate you making the trip to Hattie and bringing all this fire. Yeah, when we went, it was very um, – I thought the fans were good. I, I don't think, you know, other than them bitching out and trying to fight in the stands with some of the LSU fans, the classlessness – of some of the USM fans, but look, it ne- it, it's neither here nor there. They, USM took it to you on the field, and they won the regional. I don't really – if you want to throw hands, you want to throw elbows and all that shit in the stands, all right, fine. Take it out. The, 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 the only reason why we're there is what's happened on the field, and USM battled and, and, quite honestly, had more experience, guys, and they had pitching. Guys, don't <laughs> – we may – a lot of people – and look, I was on this show all last week. All last week, as soon as the super, as soon as the regionals were announced where LSU was going, I thought it was a favorable one that LSU can win. But look at around the regionals all across America. Very close games. Do you know what teams are winning the regionals? The teams that have the better pitching staffs, front to bottom. Look at what Ole Miss was doing. Ole Miss, their pitching had come on late. Look what they're doing. Uh, bottom line is LSU lost this this series in this regional. Because they don't have the front end guys. Shout out to Mikel Hilliard. I don't think that Mikel should have come out when he did. But nevertheless, Jay tried to use the old Tampa Bay Rays analytics type of stuff. But guys couldn't come in and throw strikes. Paul Gervais was a little wild early. Got in a little bit of trouble here and there. But was able to work out of it to keep the score to 4-3. to three. But when you're going to Bryce Collins, Devin Fano, and other, all these other guys, and you can't hit the strike zone, you have a massive problem. You have to be able to have a guy that can come in and just deal. They have the better staff. The biggest thing that we talked about all week was USM had the second-best ERA and statistically the second-best pitching staff in the country. Well, guys, quite honestly, they showed up. And we can say all we want about this being LSU. You're damn right it's on LSU. They had the better talent. They don't have the better staff. Jay's got to be able to go out and get a better staff. I'm not going – just like I've said about Brian Kelly, I am not going to freak out over Jay Johnson in year one. However, there are some people – that are looking at what Texas A&M is doing with Jim Schlossnagel and saying, 
Well, hell, you got eight, ten, eight, nine, ten guys out of the portal, and they're hosting a super regional and one-year division. They were last in the SEC West a season ago. That is something that Jay is going to have to live with the entire offseason. He's going to bring in some really good arms. He's going to bring some really good bats and guys that can play in the field. Nevertheless, you can't make excuses. You can't make – I thought he pulled Mikel a little too early, but that's on me. Blake Doucette says, hashtag ask Blake, at least Paul got us to the Supers last year. Yeah, but that was just, uh, just as much as Oregon crapping the bed as LSU winning it. Andrew Martin says, prior to this regional, we had never lost to them in the postseason. Why now? Andrew, pitching. I, I mean, guys, this is going to be the theme of the show. Pitching. You don't have dudes. You have one. Razelman came in and gave you some good stuff. He gave up earned one. So what? So what? He ate, he ate innings for you. Uh, Lee Lattimore says didn't have the pitching. Agree. And that's what a lot of these comments are. Elwin, Sean, uh, Ryan, uh, all saying the same thing. Rob Boudreaux says some of the pitching moves I didn't agree with. Well, I, there's a lot of things you can't agree with, and, I, and I'm with you. I, I'm with you. Uh, Lamar Williams says, what happened to all the joking before the series started? Well, you shouldn't have been joking. Guys, anytime you're in a playoff situation, there's nothing to, there's nothing to joke about. Now, it is electric, and it is, it is amazing, and it's wonderful when you have a situation where you, you score 10 runs in the eighth. You come, I was in the, at the game Saturday. You come back in the ninth. That's not, that's not sustainable. Guys, it's not at the end of the at the end of the day, the median will prevail. Right? The median will prevail. Who's got the better staff? Guys, you have a hell of a lineup. A hell of a lineup. You weren't able to execute. The bottom three of the lineup, when it comes either Joe Bear, Bianco, whoever it may, whoever it is, Cranford, whoever it is. Guys, they didn't get a hit before Gavin Dugas hit the bomb. Didn't get a hit. Your bottom three. So this is the argument that we always have. All season, it was an argument. Oh, well, it's this is the reason. The fielding's the reason why we're losing. All the pitching is the reason. All the clutch hitting is the reason. <laughs> Guys, this is what happens. When you're talking about putting in, and let me get to this point here. When you're trying to get to three defensive starters, you want to put this guy in the field because he's a defensive starter. You want to put that guy in the field because he's better at defense. He's better defensively at his position. Guys, look what happened. Bases loaded multiple times. Runners in scoring position multiple times, and you can't muster up. As they would say in Major League Two, you don't, you know, you got to have the marbles. I think that this team does. Don't get it twisted. I think Jay does, and they will get back, and they will be better. They will be fine. But it's it's there are times and some points where you have to be able to go in here and you have to just take over. Those three little letters on your chest are not, and I mean are not going to win you a series. USM, it, it, as it's looking, either Arizona or Ole Miss. Guys, there's a good chance they're going to win that series. But what does hurt, let me tell you what does hurt for me. Uh, what hurts for me is, is you could have hosted the Supers. Only so many times, guys, can these dudes at the plate come up and be that clutch. The only reason you didn't go 0-2, literally, literally, 
the only reason LSU wasn't over in this regional is because of the bats. At some point, that's going to run out, and you're going to run to a guy, into a guy that quite honestly is better than you that day. You have, if you go three for 10 in your career, three for 10, you're a Hall of Famer. That means 70% of the time, those last, those last three guys, Doty, Morgan, and Thompson, are not going to hit you clutch home runs. They're not going to tie the game up. That's not good odds. Jay, Jay's got to go in the portal. He has to go and get high school arms. You, I know that Tanner Hall didn't look great in that first inning. Second inning, he shoved it down your ass. No pause. He shoved it down your ass. You had to have a front-line guy that can go out there, nut up or shut up. Guys, before Tanner Hall, before Tanner Hall came out today, the three aces for Southern Miss, all three of them, only gave up three earned runs. Three. Don't act like this team can't play, man. Don't act like Southern Miss can't play. You sh- Don't let somebody in the media tell you who's not seen Southern Miss play all season long tell you how bad they are. Uh, Adam B. sends us 999 via Super Chat. He says, the hoochie-coochie giveth and the hoochie-coochie taketh away. Alan Waxon. Um, Gilson says, Bianco shouldn't have never batted. Well, you're giving up runs in the field because Andrew uh, because Stevenson can't field worth a damn. Uh, Timmy Martin says, yes, give the man a chance to build a team. I am not going to freak out on Jay. There is no reason to freak out. Zero. I will tell you, I will tell you, if a and well, well, really, let me say this. We, we will have to, and my good friend Josh Pate, we had this discussion off the air, and I know that he talked about it, I'm pretty sure, on the air. It only takes one. Let me explain. It only takes one coach, whether it be in baseball, basketball, football, only takes one for these guys to go into the transfer portal and go from worst to first in their program and get to a Supers and probably get to Omaha. Guys, A&M is crushing, crushing the effing ball, and they got, they got top-line pitching. They're, the only the only thing that I will say, the only thing that I will say is I'm not going to be looking at A&M and what Schlossnagel's doing, but you got to be cautious of what's going on in your league. You can't you cannot allow a coach to come in the league, go from worst to first, and Jay not have some things that he should have done there. Now, what should he have done? I, go on the portal. What could he have done? I, I don't know how many options – there were out there for Jay. Nevertheless, don't freak out on him. Because if you would have freaked out on Paul Maneri and wanted his ass out after year one, the next year all they did was went and, went and go and win a national title. You got Dylan Cruz returning. You got Pearson returning. I know some of you don't like him. You got Jordan Thompson returning. Jordan Thompson, pretty, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he tie the game up? Yeah, Jordan Thompson tied the game up when you absolutely need him. Didn't commit an error all uh, series long. Now, Jacob Berry's not going to be here. Maybe K. Doty won't as well. Hopefully, you can maybe try to convince K. Doty to return. I don't think it would be that smart. You got Trey Morgan returning. You're going to have to go get a, 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 a guy, a catcher that can do both things. I thought Tyler McManus, for what he did, um, 
I think for what McManus did, I, I'm going to be cautious here. But, guys, how many times is Tyler McManus going to get crossed up before we start talking about the bullshit that guys don't know their damn signs, dude? I, I, I mean, come on. Oh, man. Not beautiful at all. Not beautiful at all. Uh, Daryl Fano says, does Jay go after USM staff now? I would. <laughs> I would. Why wouldn't you? And uh, there's already some things talking about going on with that. I would. Shit. He's got to get frontline pitching. He doesn't have frontline pitching. Connor says, who is acting like Southern Miss is bad? Connor, I don't mean this in a wrong way. <clears throat> I, I don't know what you were listening to all last week or if you weren't listening to the show, but if you would have come up in this show or spaces, Twitter spaces, you would have found out that a lot of people thought that they weren't good at all, which is the stupidest thing of all time. Here's a big thing that Brian Parent Jr. brings up. Why couldn't we hit against lefties these last two nights? Beats the hell out of me. Beats the hell out of me. I have no idea. The only one that's worth a good, uh, uh, you know, Trey Morgan came up clutch. You got to give it to him. Jordan Thompson came up clutch. You can't go two whole innings. You cannot go two whole innings and let a le multiple lefties dominate you. You got dominated yesterday by a guy who didn't throw nine innings the entire season. Another guy, the first lefty that came in for USM, Gave them two innings. Another one came in. They gave them two plus innings. You didn't do much until the end there. Very rough, man. It was very rough to watch. I don't know what Jay's got to do there. But it's not my job to figure that out. I could give hints and, you know, is it because maybe they're not taking PP from a lefty? Uh, guys, I really just don't know. But after last night, you had to assume, okay, after you had a lefty last night, shove it down your throat. No, again, no pause. I'm getting past that. This is just dead serious. When you had a lefty shove it down your throat last night, what did you think? Did you really think Tanner Hall was going to go in the full game? Did you really think they weren't going to come with a lefty behind it or multiple? That kills you, man. Uh, Blake Deuce says, says, man, LSU baseball is a joke. It starts with Jay. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Uh, Ernie Drake III from the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, 985-386-7600, I believe is the number. <laughs> let, me, let me make sure before I get fired in this thing. Let me make sure. Um, yes, yes. So you got you to be able to uh, maneuver quickly. Uh, but Ernie Drake says, Jay Johnson should have gone out and found some pitching. That's embarrassing. I agree with Ernie there. Guys, I fully, I, I fully agree. I mean, you, there, there's got to be a point and there's got to be a time where you got to bring in something. Riley Cooper, God bless his soul, had some comments earlier in the week before the series started, before the regional started. And I'm sure he wishes he could bring that back. But Riley Cooper, your lefty, your ace lefty at that, got rocked around all across the park. 
this isn't the Pac-12, man. I mean, you 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 can't you cannot you cannot say you're overlooking somebody and looking forward to the supers. Okay, you just can't do it. Jacob Gidry says it's pitching, and that's why we and that's what losses the game. Jay Johnson's management and dudes not knowing how to pitch a strike. Well, and them getting crossed up. I mean, guys, you're you're what? 60 games in, something like that, a little bit, maybe over 60 games, and you got guys getting mixed up. You got McManus giving the signs, hearing it in his year, giving it to the pitcher, and I think it was Gervais, um, the ball that hit the – y'all remember that hit the umpire uh, in the mask. He, he, one guy's setting up for a slider outside. Another guy throws a high and tight fastball. Now – I know a lot of people say that Jason Kelly is an elite pitching coach. Why are your guys still getting crossed up? Take McManus, take the pitching staff, take Travinsky, get out flashcards for all I give a good goddamn. But you got for for what for whatever reason, too many times this season, McManus, Travinsky, Malazzo, even go back and watch Malazzo in the beginning of the season. I had the producers write down or Give me some of the Malazzo mishaps. One of, if not the best defensive catcher in the country, getting mixed up. When you have a 98, 97 mile an hour fastball that you think's coming and an 84 mile an hour slider is coming and it's breaking on the complete opposite side of the plate, it's a very difficult thing to do. You, that's on Kelly. Jason Kelly, I, I saw all your comments in here. Elite pitching coach, elite pitching coach, elite pitching coach. Where? Because where's the development been? I still want to give him another season or two. You have to give him multiple seasons. He doesn't necessarily have a lot to work with down in the pen. To say he's elite after not seeing a lot of development, some development, but not a lot of development. And if you notice... Jason Kelly ain't going out there to talk to the pitchers at all. It's always Jay. What's the disconnect there? What's the disconnect? It is frustrating. But these are the issues that LSU baseball is facing at the current moment. Will they come back? Can they get those things fixed? Do I have a lot of confidence that Jay will get those things fixed? Absolutely. I am not going to bash Jay Johnson in year one. Guys, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You know, uh, one of my good buddies who's a scout says, how do I want to say this? Um, I will probably bring this guy on the show this week so he can talk to you about it. Um, But I'm going to steal something that he said publicly. The way that I understand it, and I don't follow LSU baseball recruiting enough to know, okay? So I'm going to defer to him, and we'll get him on. Um LSU's baseball recruiting is a lot like what Texas A&M did in football this past season. I so for what take it for what it's worth, I think they get it fixed. If that's the truth, and you have that level high level of a recruiting class, yeah. Clifford says they're not good against lefties. No, they're not. No, they're not. Blaine Smith says McManus should be a disaster, not a catcher. Guys, who are you going to put out there? Alex Malazzo didn't make the trip. And, 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 and again, again, 
Tyler McManus did not give up eight runs. Guys, with all due respect to everybody in here, newsflash, Tyler McManus didn't give up the home run to start the game off. Tyler McManus wasn't the one that misread a slider on the outside corner and threw a high and tight fastball. Tyler McManus wasn't the one at one time went 0-1. Now, he's a part of it, but he did not go 0-12 against a lefty. He went 0-1, not 0-12. If you remember, he actually went 1-2 and hit a single, hit a line drive in the, left, uh, in the right. You had no production from the bottom of your lineup. Zero. Zero. Uh, Clifford also says, dude ain't leaving. I'd be surprised if hardly. I don't know what that means, Clifford. I'm not trying to be rude. I have no idea what you're trying to say. But he does say that the USM pitching coach, Coach O, needless to say, but Coach Arslander is an elite pitching coach. He is. Nick Chasson says, Coach J sucks. This loss is on him. He doesn't suck. Guys, relax. R-E-L-A. X, relax. He doesn't suck. Guys, a year ago today, he was going to Omaha. Or, to, or in a week's day, he was going to Omaha. He doesn't suck. He just beat Ole Miss, who, by the way, beat your ass last season. He doesn't suck. Let me tell you what else doesn't suck. Jacob Berry doesn't suck, and he brought him here. Uh, Connor says, Rays also balked on a cross-up of signs last night. Very true. Very true. And, look, I'm not going to get into the semantics. They replayed it. Umpire gave him, let me put the comment down. Umpire gave him the stop, gave him the go, and they gave him the stop again. That's on the umpire. Jay goes out there to get some explanation. He doesn't get, has no idea, zero idea what the umpire's saying. He goes, he can't do that, coach, that's a balk. Okay, well, and Jay was asking, he talked about this in his post-game press conference. Well, what did he do? He balked. Okay, you son of a gun. What did he do? Well, he balked. Well, tell me what the fuck he did. Uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> what a name. On YouTube says, our pitching staff is a lot like LSU quarterbacks before Joe Burrow. He also says they swung at their feet a lot in those last two games. Absolutely. They swung at way too many pitches out of the strike zone. Uh, Kenneth Westbrook says, I want to know where you got that hat from, LOL. Uh, Fanatics, I believe, but guys, I don't remember. I got this one, which is very similar. Um, The Saints one, I got that on Fanatics. But this one um, was, like, on sale, and it was the first thing. They sent me an email about it. Um, So, yeah. T-Max Sanchez on YouTube says, not just Trey Morgan coming back, but a healthy Trey Morgan. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Darren says, does Maldonado have some eligibility left? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Matt Trent does. Maybe Matt Trent does. Doug Nose says, man, we didn't have the pitching for Omaha this year regardless, but a super would have been really fun. USM got us. It was what it was. Agreed. Agreed. And, look, we'll look forward to football season. You know, I mean, it officially starts it. Whether you – guys, whether you like that or not, 
<laughs> this starts football season for us. It's the off, There's never really an offseason in football, but here we go. And we'll get to that a little bit later. Some of the LSU football camps that are underway. Jawan Johnson, the LCA quarterback, getting a, uh, uh, an offer from LSU. Corner really good. I thought for the first time that he really played DB. Looked pretty good. Ryan on YouTube says, blame it all on Travinsky. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really don't know where that's coming from. Travinsky doesn't give up the bomb. McManus doesn't give up the bomb. McManus didn't give up the double. McManus didn't give up multiple things that happened to you today. McManus isn't throwing balls and strikes. The only reason why McManus is on your mind is because you see him every damn pitch. Just be honest. Alex Malazzo would have been deadly for you in with this team because he can't hit. We'd have a league catching. Sounds great. They didn't steal on you. They didn't run on you. His bat would have killed you because this pitching staff cannot put it together. There's no argument for one other side or the other. It really isn't. Guys, when you're getting rocked around, Alex Malazzo catching does not save your season. To the idiots or imbeciles that will say that, and I think Alex Malazzo has the potential to be very good. If Jay is able to take him this offseason and get him to even hit above 250, Alex Malazzo is your starting catcher. He has the ability. He has the talent to do it. This season, he was not ready, and why Jay did not let him make the trip. You had to outslug everybody, and you lost. It's a lot like Ole Miss in that first season under Lane Kiffin. Our defense is dookie water. We have to outscore everybody. <laughs> when you try to outscore everybody and they can play a little bit defense and you can't, you are going to get beat. Nick says Joe Bear was heart garbage except for the one home run. <laughs> he didn't hit a home run, did he? Oh, yeah, he did hit a home run. He did hit one. That's right. I missed Ant's comment. Let me get back to it. Here it is. But he says, hashtag Ask Blake, uh, is LSU's lack of left-handed pitching the reason they can't hit lefties? I think that, that you could say something to that. Inner squads and things like that. You see a lot of it. You see it from the left hand. And I don't know if there's any coach on this staff that throws left-handed. Are you going to take one of your arms out of the pen that throws left-handed to do it? Uh, he said they didn't see much left-handed pitching during the fall or in the scrimmages. Nope. And quite honestly, they didn't see a lot of it really, really even during the uh, conference. There's no dominant left-handed pitcher in, in in the SEC. Maybe one or two that are mid mid-level guys, but they had guys. Guys, they're they're UL uh, USM's biggest reliever, the lefty that came in second. Has an ERA in 40, what was it, guys, 37, 38 appearances? Has a one ERA. <laughs> He's going to be one of their starters next year. Oh, and he pitched when we came in. Uh, he was throwing 96 from the left side. Um, Somebody saying Trey getting picked off at second really hurt. Yeah, it hurt. Yeah, it really hurt. Bebop says, why not pitch it for Bianca on the seventh with runs in scoring position? Well, same can be said when the bases were loaded. Same The, the same thing can be said for Milazzo. Do you you going to trust Milazzo to go out there and do something? 
Uh, Jason Morgan sends us 999 via Super Chat. Thank you so much, Jason. He says, teach Gervais, Razelman, Taylor, Dutton, and Cooper another pitch and some command, and they are solid. Um, I agree with you there, but this is the part where I where – I, you know, I've seen comments from you guys um, in the shows, in the chats, and things like that saying that Jason Kelly, the pitching coach, is elite. Guys, where? We got to be better with the adjectives we use. Let me tell you what elite is. Elite is Tom Brady. Elite is Michael Jordan. I'm not going to have this argument with you. LeBron James. Elite is Derek Jeter. Okay? Elite is, I can't say even Barry Bonds because you'll throw steroids. Whatever, Whoever the athlete is. When you go to the world of coaching, elite is Greg Popovich. Hell, if Steve Kerr wins this NBA Finals, elite. Phil Jackson, elite. Kobe, elite. Thought, forgot about Kobe. Bill Belichick, elite. That's what you when. And I see somebody saying Malazzo's been hurt. Clifford, I know he's been hurt, bud. We reported on it. I know that he's been hurt. I'm talking about everybody coming in here in these shows and talking about start Malazzo now. Be careful when you use the word elite. There's really good. There's really good. And there's elite. There's even great before elite. Kenny says, let's give USM credit. They're a damn good team. Yeah, they're a damn good team. And they can win their Supers. Guys, that, I don't care. And there was so much debate on Twitter. Okay, so let me end this. Let me, and I probably need to clip this too. Everybody said there was a lot of LSU fans down the right field line. Well, there's a lot of fan, USM fans in the roost too. Guys, they were electric. The USM fan base, for whatever it's worth, they were electric. Bottom line, they were in it all game long. They went quiet in the ninth, okay, but to be expected. But they came back every single day, and they're going to do that again, especially if Ole Miss comes to town for them. They have a really nice atmosphere, and a team that's going to the Sun Belt, well, yeah. Brad Wentz says, without any offense, you need a defense. <laughs> Brother, we ain't got no defense. You don't have pitching that can get you. You don't have pitching that can make up a, a – a, you know, Landon Marceau a season ago, uh, A.J. Labus a season ago, they could, they could cover the shit up with good pitching. Multiple guys – like Hal Hughes and Malazzo and Cranford a season ago was not going to do anything good for you. Nothing whatsoever. I'm saying specifically on this team, you are not going to pitch your way and defend your way into any wins. There's nothing. When, when Razelman gave up the run there at the end, there was nothing the defense can do. Are you going to blame it on Bianco? Are you going to blame warning track power on Bianco for getting back into second? 
Well, you had a line drive to start off the inning. And then you had a, I, I say, a delayed hit and run, but not really. Then Wilkes, who, by the way, wanted to come to LSU, and you didn't recruit him pulmonary, then hits a frozen rope, and then you got a first and third scenario. You can't always... Yeah. Nick says, Blake, I'm sorry, but I think the whole pitch count excuse is a cop-out. No, it ain't no cop-out. You don't want kids throwing over 150, 200 pitches in multiple days. Uh, it ain't no cop-out. There's no cop-out with that at all. Connor says, them stump jumpers were getting down at USM. Man, they were. I don't know what a stump jumper is, but they were getting down. Chris says, did the football team get a grad transfer from Magnese? They sure did. They sure did. Ryan says, a coach can only do so much. Agreed. Darren Boyer on YouTube says, Gervais has been good late all year. Uh, I don't know why people are, are, are so mad today. He gave up a couple runs there when he first came in, and then he locked in and he didn't give up another one. Paul Gervais has been, guys, quite honestly, outside of maybe you can make the – you know, make the – um argument for Mikael Hilliard, but um, Paul Gervais has probably been your best arm. Maybe you can make the argument for Razorman out of the pen. But those guys can only give you so much. They can only give you so much. Um, Nick says, your point is not wrong, but why leave them in the end the other day until he gives up five runs and pull him today with one run? He's won 14 of his last 15 starts. That's not an opinion, but a fact. Who are you talking about? Are you talking about Mikhail? Um, I don't know. That's on him. Like I, but Nick, like I said in the opening, I don't know why he pulled Mikhail. I would have rode <laughs> all Pauls, but uh, I would have rode him and, and let him go as long as he can. I thought he had more in it. But as the old saying goes, you would rather – take him out one pitcher before before leaving him in before he gives up a, a bomb but he was dealing at least maybe try to get him through the lineup at least twice um but i i don't know shad says on facebook jay knew lsu didn't have a have pitching last season i fault him for not recruiting he's got to do better that's not a bad take i don't guys i don't think that that's a bad take at all I don't think that that's a bad take whatsoever because bottom line is, and again, I'm I'm okay with Jay. I'm not going to, um, I, I'm not going to overreact. I don't think that you can overreact. I don't think that there's a reason right now to overreact. However, the only thing that I'm cautious with and looking at was, well, Jay, because if you have this type of issue next year and next season and Schlossnagel and A&M do again what they're doing this season, then you do have a big issue. You have a very big issue. Because if you have a guy that gets to a Super Regionals twice and hosts a Super Regional twice, well, then you definitely got a problem and you definitely got an issue. Um, Anthony B. Saint says, Hashtag ask Blake what happened to Blake Money. Um, guys, when you're, when you're dominating, when you're dominating, um, 
non-conference opponents. I think the wrist thing really hurt him, but like I've said, I don't think Blake Money is a is a starting guy. I, I, I really don't. That's my opinion. Uh, Bo Ledette says, it will be Ole Miss. They are spanking Arizona 20-6 to six in the top of the night. There you go. I don't like speaking in absolutes, but there you go. Brandon Reese says, hashtag ask Blake, did you talk about SEC scheduling yet? And which do you prefer, the eight or nine game conference schedules? Um, I don't really have a preference, uh, uh, Brandon, either way. We'll talk about that a little bit more. You know what we can do about that because we needed to go to football. But I'll answer your question first. Um, I don't have an issue with either one. I don't mind the the three and six. I don't mind the you know the three and five. I don't I don't mind whatever they're doing. I think it's pretty cool though, and I think you do need to get to, to more of these SEC campuses and play more SEC teams. Again, like and I've said this so many times, there's no reason why the last time the LSU has played in Lexington, Kentucky, um, is from 2007 until last season. Here's another thing: if you remember LSU. The only reason why LSU played Missouri in 2020 at Missouri was wasn't it like Hurricane Matthew or something. Remember, LSU had the the game was supposed to be at home during COVID, but they went to Missouri and the game was played there at 11 o'clock a.m. They LSU has never been to Missouri ever. They've only been to Missouri once, I believe, in a baseball series when Josh Smith was uh, either junior junior or sophomore. Um, that can't happen. That can't happen. At all. Now, I don't think you change anything for baseball, but that just can't happen. Now, what do you do with these weekend rotations and baseball? Baseball is going to be very interesting. Uh, Doug Nose says, imagine this team without Barry Gervais and Razelman. Yikes. Um, very true. They're not – guys, you're not even getting to a regional. <laughs> you're not even getting to a regional. Chance Babin says, LSU has a monster recruiting class. Relax. I I agree. Jacob Guidry says, tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. What, what, am, I, what am I getting tomatoes over? Uh, Anthony B. Saint says, yes, I agree with you 100, Blake, but could have been a good arm to have. Absolutely. Ants, absolutely. Again, we, and he could develop into something. But let me say this. A lot of the kids that, that probably are on this team and the kids that didn't make the trip, I would assume will not be here next season. I'm making an assumption. Um... I would highly believe, like, if you – guys, you took um, – was it Grant Taylor over Helmers um, this weekend? I mean, Safford didn't travel. A lot of guys didn't travel. I'm not saying Safford can or can't play, but the kid's never played here, and, and, and he doesn't look like he's an SEC type of caliber player. Um, so, we'll see. Maybe he can develop into something. We'll We'll see. Ant Marshall says, hashtag ask Blake, what happens first? J uh, JJ or Jay Johnson taking team to Omaha or BK taking to the college football playoff? Damn. <sighs> Ant, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> everybody giving me tomatoes. Why am I the one getting tomatoes? You know what? It's like I've always take the brunt of all of this when LSU shits the bed. Um, but nevertheless, um, and I would probably say baseball, um, because I, I do think that they're bringing in a monster class next season. So we'll see. All right. Very quick break guys. Stay with us. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Let's look a little into football season. We'll continue to take your questions, your comments, your concerns. Talk about this LSU baseball game. 
uh, as well. So let's pay these bills. Let's talk about our good friends over at Grant Co. and our good friend Carol Falls over at State Farm. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Grand Co. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Graham Co. is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Let me get in. Oh, let me get in here to this one um, because and I agree. I agree with Stefan here. He says Jay uh, was going to empty the bullpen to give multiple looks. That was the plan from the get go. Correct, and he and he stayed with that plan. Um, we got some football questions firing in here, so we'll answer them. Uh, Brandon Reese says, on Sports Illustrated, Ross Dellinger listed who would be each SEC team's three permanent opponents. For LSU, he had Ole Miss, Bama, and A&M. I'm not saying Ross is wrong. I think that he's got very great sourcing, and he's probably hearing a lot of it. Um, I don't disagree with two of those. I still think Ole Miss and A&M could definitely be one. I don't know about Bama, and I'm not saying it because I don't want to play Bama. I'm, I don't get – I really – Guys, quite honestly, don't give two shits. Uh, I don't think the third opponent will be for LSU-Bama because I think that it'll be Auburn-Tennessee, Auburn and Tennessee for Bama. Um, or maybe it won't. I mean, guys, I don't know. I, 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 have, I, have, I have no idea. But you got two rivalry games in Alabama with the Iron Bowl and the third October uh, – or third weekend in October with Tennessee and Alabama. Um, I, I, I don't know – I, I don't know that because what would make more sense and would be an Ole Miss, A&M, and Arkansas rivalry with LSU. I don't know if Arkansas is going to – if the SEC is going to take that golden boot game away. You know what I mean? I, that, mm, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know if I can uh, see that. Um, Ultimate says on YouTube, Bianco's the senior. Well, he's got the COVID year. He's got the COVID year. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he can still return. I think this this is his fourth season, so he can return. Uh, Darren says, hashtag ask Blake, does Mickey Romero take Thompson's spot next season? 
Guys, it's really tough for me to say that. I, I think Mickey Ramirez is a really good player. I think he's a really good defensive shortstop. I think he's a really good hitter. He's a left-handed bat. Um, I still think he makes it to campus. I don't know if he's going to be one of those guys that gets into the draft. You're pulling a, you're pulling a junior at that point for, for Romero, and we haven't seen him hit SEC pitching. I think he's got the talent. We'll see. But can Jordan Thompson play third? Um, who's the better defensive guy at short? Now, if you remember, we, ha- we saw Josh Smith playing third and move over to short. Let's see. Let's see. Clifford Moore says, Blake, your take on the Tennessee guy, uh, uh, Jordan Beck, flipping the bird. Let me say this. I'm kind of of the opinion that I'm starting to like college baseball a lot more than I have in in years past. I think they they don't need to change anything. I think they need to keep the bats the same, the balls the same. Screw having all these runs. It's a lot of fun. Keep it the same. I do like some of the swag that Tennessee plays with. However, for Jordan Beck to flip off an opponent uh, is very Bush League. And I think that there should be some type of repercussion. Um, you know, there's not a penalty for him on that. There's not a – if I'm – to my knowledge, now I could be wrong, I don't believe he got a, a, a tossed from the game. If a, if a player did that in football, they would – I don't want to say they'd throw him out, but I'd be, you know, there's no telling what those refs would do. Uh, they would definitely give him a penalty if he walked up to a batter or, or come up to a batter, went up to an opponent and start doing this. I mean, for crying out loud, they flagged Marco Wilson for throwing a damn shoe. What's this going to do? For everybody listening on XM radio and <laughs> – and uh, uh, the audio podcast, I'm flipping the bird. But seriously, what are they? It's Bush League. And I think Fatello needs to sell it. But look, when, you, when you're when you that cocky, you better freaking bring it. And Jordan Beck's a cocky little shit. I mean, just call it what it is. You can't flip the bird at somebody and act like people aren't going to take that you're a cocky little ass. No pause. You want to? There's going to be a day for Jordan Beck, and might be in Omaha, might be in the Supers. Somebody's going to beat you, bro. I don't. I don't like that. That's me. I don't like. I. I'm okay with the bat flips. I'm okay with all the shit, but have some some form of respect for your opponent. Chance Babbitt says Mickey Romero plays second base. I agree with that, full heartedly. I don't think he'd play short. I think Thompson would be still play short. Uh, Jason Baker says, I wasn't mad at Thompson at second earlier in the year. He's he's going to play. Mickey will probably more than likely play second. Um, Ant Marshall says, Tennessee reflects their coach. He's an arrogant piece of shit. I can't disagree with that. I can't disagree with that. Uh, Nurse Court says to Jacob Guidry, all respect, buddy, but I'm guessing J.J. has his checkbook in order. And Timmy says NIL. Um, Jay Johnson has a very good recruiting class. There's not one a lot better, if really any better, uh, in the country. They could lose some guys to draft and still be the number one team in the country when it comes to recruiting. Main thing is, man, can you pitch? Can you pitch? 
Um, Cody says Bianco showed why he wasn't in the lineup. Absolutely. Uh, Jake McGillery at RU Serious Sports. What's up, man? I'm right here. Just comment. Just comment. I'm right here. Wade McBride says, I agree, but Gavin can touch in the low 90s in pitching. Gavin who? Gucci who? Gucci man? Gavin Dugas is not throwing 90. Now, if you're talking about Gavin, I don't know if you're talking about him or not. I don't know who you're talking about. R-E-L-A-X. Guys, I hate the season's over. I, like, I really do hate that the season's over. I don't want the season to be over, quite honestly. Like, I, I really, really don't. Uh, Nurse Court says, at Blake, he wanted to compare Jay Johnson and Will Wade. You know I'm not down with that argument. Yeah. Um, sorry. Um, hey, sources? Sources. Y'all ready for this? Sources. Jay Johnson, and I probably should knock on wood and everything, you know, don't speak in absolutes. I'm pretty sure Jay Johnson's not going to use his own bank account to pay recruits. Him and his wife's bank account, I should say. Y'all sticking up for Will Wade and shit. What's going ha- What's going to happen when LSU? If LSU gets popped, y'all going to defend his ass then? Oh, the the mean the mean NCAA. Shit. Nick says, at the end of the day, Blake, it is disappointing season. Are you happy? I'm <laughs> no, I'm not happy. I don't know if I'm giving off vibes that I'm happy. No, I'm pissed. Guys, I'm pissed off. But there can be levels of pissed off. There can be, I'm maybe not pissed off. Maybe I'm aggravated or upset. I, I don't really know my emotions. Um, but it's hard for me to, to rip on a coach year one. It really, really, really is, guys. It really is difficult for me to rip on a coach year one. I don't like doing it. Now, if you're if he was given a staff along with the guys at the plate, then you can make an argument. Guys, Mikhail Hilliard's your ace. In no reality, in no utter reality, should that guy be your ace? Zero. I love Mikhail Hilliard with everything to death. Great kid. Great kid, excuse me. There's no reason why Mikel Hilliard's your ace. He is a Sunday guy at best, and that is not a shot at him. USM has three SEC guys as starters. They gave up three earned runs this weekend. They have a better staff than you do. You got. You better be lucky. You better be lucky you made it this far, honestly. Oh, Danny Girl says, no reason to be angry. We didn't think we would get this far with this pitching. It was what it was. Yeah. Brandon Reese says, hashtag Ash Blake. I know it's early, but based off the talent Matt McMahon brought in, what is your real expectations for year one? This is a complete cop-out, and some will see it's a cop-out. Brandon, I have zero expectations for Matt McMahon year one because I don't know what's going to happen, whether he's going to be able to make the postseason or he's not going to be able to make the postseason. I, I quite honestly, anything postseason past is complete lanyard to me. If they don't, if they come down with a ruling and they say they're not going to give LSU a postseason ban, then by all means, file your expectations. But a man that recruited the way that he did, okay, 
when looming sanctions are about to come down on you, I, again, there's there you know, make it to uh, uh you know if he makes let me say it like this if he makes it to a round of thirty two or a Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> in a joking manner, I'm not saying doing this is a com- very big joke. Build him a statue. <laughs> no reason why there's no reason why this man should get to a Sweet Sixteen. But I tell you one goddamn thing: if he does, I'm coming with the biggest Rafino's rants on Will Wade on God's green planet. Y'all can hate me for my Will Wade take. All you want to i don't give two flying f's i don't give a shit he cheated got caught it's like when you you know it's like you're married to someone and you're having an affair with your with another woman in your wife's bed there's some shit you just don't do be a man don't be outside of Fat Boy's Pizza saying the shit that you're saying when you got a federal a federal employee outside of Fat Boy's Pizza. What you think that phone call was like when he left Fat Boy's? Shit. It wasn't good for your ass. BK Takeover says, no hate here. I'm, a, I'm ashamed of Will Wade. And Marshall says, I was just starting to forget about that. P- <laughs> Why y'all got to bring this man up in there? Let's talk a little football, and then we'll get on out of here. Oh, my God. Uh, Brian Kelly can't recruit. How long are we going to go down this route? Is this going to be another doomsday scenario, Brian Kelly? Is this going to be another doomsday scenario? Guys, they're finding gyms that can play. Jawan Johnson's the one. Blake, they're not going after Carly Reed. Blake, they're not going after Jordan Matthews. And then here comes Jawan Johnson. I don't give two flying rips. I could give two flying rips what 247 on three arrivals does. Don't care. Because the last time when Jawan Johnson, the little Jawan Johnson thing started happening, there was a guy in northern Louisiana by the name of Mo Claiborne who made all of it and pretty much everybody look like a damn fool. Uh, damn fool. I think that man can recruit. I think that that man, bigger than what you believe, can evaluate. They're going to still go get more corners. Relax. Offensive line. There were a couple there this weekend. I thought that in watching some film, I thought that they can play. No, I was not there on a Friday when LSU and Southern Miss were teeing off. Or taking off, whatever you want to call it. No, I did not go. And I'm not, I wasn't going to go when LSU p- baseball is playing. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I, th- I think that they're doing good. And, look, we have the whole month, the rest of June, all the month of July, and all the month of August to talk about it. And you're God dang right I'm going to talk about it. Football season's here, whether you like it or not. We'll watch – Postseason, more postseason baseball? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I ain't going to be breaking them down. That's for, damn, that's for damn sure. Nelson says, settle down, people. It was a good season. We'll be better next season. I agree. Brandon Reese says, tournament ban or not, I think 
will be good. They'll be good regardless. Maybe so. My part, my point is, is that I have no expectations when you're supposed to receive it. Um, I don't know who Stefan's talking to here, but he says Mickey Romero isn't receiving a nine, uh, seven figure NIL deal. Hopefully, he doesn't agree uh, with that and receives from one of the big league organizations and decides to be a Tiger. He's not. He's not getting a seven figure NIL deal. BK Takeover Ryan says, this is an LSU-based podcast, not a Kansas or Memphis podcast. Dumb, dumb. I, guys, am I, what am I missing? <laughs> what am I missing? Everdo says, announcers calling Florida game just said LSU didn't meet its expect, his, his expectations. Good for him. Good for him. I guarantee you, he, what does he know? What does he know? Did I think that LSU should be playing for a Supers next weekend? You're damn right. I am not. I, mm. Somebody's saying the comments lit. I don't. I, I don't know what's going on in the comments. Am I missing something here, guys? I'm not going to freak out on a coach year one. I'm just not going to do it. I'm legitimately not going to do it. I got to be. Uh, Jacob Gidry says y'all talk about Will Wade, but nobody wants to look. At Kansas or Memphis. No. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Jacob Gidry says, can we talk about Will Wade in the LSU Twitter podcast later? You mean LSU Twitter spaces? Jacob, there's going to be a Twitter spaces that starts probably after this. I don't know if the Golden Boot podcast is going to be starting their show. Let me check. Um, I, I, I don't know. And are y'all doing a podcast? At eight fifteen, and if you're still in here, can you can you comment? I I don't know if they are, but they were supposed to be doing one. There will be um. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Kristen Connor says on a better note, ninety days till kickoff. That's true. It's true. Eighty nine tomorrow. Has there ever been a good number eighty nine for LSU? Has there ever been one? Uh, Ant Marshall says we're hosting hosting a space after your show. Okay, there you go. No Golden Boot podcast show tonight. Okay, there you go. Thank you, Ant. Thank you. Um, well, we can do that. But Jacob, bring your booty in there and talk about it then. Doug No says the on three owner stated all all the other sites he's an influencer. How about Sobshire transferring again? Yeah, I, I heard some stories when he went back home to Southeastern. Guys, where I played, where I went, where I graduated. Um, if Ismail Sobshire's ever listened to this podcast, get off your couch and stop eating potato chips, dog. I, I mean, and let me say this. I mean that with all due respect in the world. Young man, you have more talent. I know a lot of you and Amy watch this podcast. You text me, you call me, you bitch me out when I go get my hair cut and I get my fade, I get my boozy fade. I don't really give a shit. Somebody needs to tell the young man to get off his couch and stop eating potato chips. Because long story short, the kid's got all the talent in the world. He could play in the NFL, but he doesn't He doesn't put the effort towards it to do so. He better figure that shit out very quickly or time's going to run out of him and, it's t and his clock's going to run out. You're giving the man way too much bad advice. Do this, do that, do this, do that. Young man, go out there and kick somebody's ass like your life depended on it and don't let anybody, your family included, 
get in the way of what your goals and your dreams are. That might be a good place to stop it. What y'all think? What y'all think? Yeah, everybody go join the space. Y'all can speak. Y'all don't have to listen to me. Y'all can go and speak. All right. We'll get on out of here. Guys, we'll see y'all tomorrow. We're guesting it up tomorrow. We got a lot of football talk we got to get to. I'm sure we'll transition into some baseball and other things, but the offseason is here. Football is here. We'll see you again tomorrow night, guys. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.